Slashers, we are back with another wonderful episode of Slasher Tracks. Did you miss us? Uh, we missed you. We're back. I'm one of your lovely hosts, Aaron. I'm Sloan. Oh, I'm your stepmom! <laughs> and guess what, nerds? It is a very special one. We got a guest. We're doing a guest episode all the way, hailing from... Fairbanks, Alaska. Give it up for Rob Bauer. Rob the Butcher Bauer, please. Thank you. Rob the Butcher Bauer from Black Tears of Blood fame. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Big time name. Also, uh, super stoked to have you on this. Super fan. Number one fan. Uh, Got it tagged number one on fan. the navel. Right above the navel. <laughs> navel Do orange. You, would you, like, I'm seriously thinking about the getting a Belial tattoo idea oh yeah i thought that was a great idea mm. from basket case so yeah. yeah i'm like just looking at a lot of belial tattoos i think it could be fun very cool great idea is a strong word for me but i am easily peer pressured if you guys did it i would do it mm. um so rob i don't want to put you on the spot or anything but as kind of a pro slasher tracks listener do you happen to have a favorite episode oh oh man that's a tough one uh, I really liked the whole Hellraiser saga just to see the like, like the roller coaster of emotions as you guys were getting really burnt yeah. out on it. Uh, <laughs> I, but I, I don't know if I, I really liked the episode where you guys got super trashed. I can't. Was it the first Sandler tracks? Yeah, yeah. that was yeah. messed up. Yeah. That was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> that, that might be I my favorite that one. one. It was hilarious. There were some things that were talked about that. Uh, I'm happy you are still on the internet. <laughs> Man, you should have heard some of the outtakes for the second Oh, one. yeah, I believe it. That Yikes. was a good one, too. I don't want to tell you about them. <laughs> yeah, we tried to chase that with Sandler Tracks 2 and flew too close to the sun. It didn't didn't quite work as well, but I kind of want to do too it Too tired. I think we have to. We definitely yeah, do. We got to try again. We have new do strategies. Do over. But yeah, as part of, uh, it got kind of a little burnt out on doing big long series, so we're we're uh, taking a little format break, doing more guest episodes, doing more one-offs. We've got a little bit of what is it, Basket Case going mm-hmm. on, which is great. It's a three movies instead of fucking fifteen or whatever. Um, but mm-hmm. today we're doing a movie that Rob recommended. Give us a rundown. Give us give us why'd you pick? Why'd you? Pick, oh man! Why'd you? Why'd you pick? Why'd you, why'd you, why'd you, why'd you, why'd, why, 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 why'd you pick this I, film? I picked Creepshow 2 <laughs> because, uh, I, don't, I don't know, I really like, number one, the biggest thing was the soundtrack. Like, immediately when I heard you guys were coming up with this podcast, I was like, man, I hope they do Creepshow 2 because it's got like this, at least like the main title has this really sick, funky, baseline driven soundtrack, and I don't know, it's just really cool. And a really big name worked on it from the band Yes, mm-hmm. we'll probably get into. Spoilers, Spoiler alert. But... <laughs> um, yeah. But 
yeah, that, that was the number one reason. I also just like the movie. It's like not that good. It's kind of cheesy, but it's it's rad. And I always, you guys probably remember in high yeah. school me saying, thanks for the rad lady all the time. Oh my God. I mean, Aaron brought that up when we were watching the movie. Like, yeah. oh, that's where that comes yeah. from. <laughs> thanks for oh, the God, ride, yeah. lady. Thanks for the ride, lady. <laughs> it was weird hearing that because I had like heard it from yeah. Rob. And not from the movie, oh, really. I love that movie. It's that's always like a really special thing when you hear something a lot, and then you find out where it's from, and it just kind of like it almost feels wrong. Like you're like, this is not the context that I know Absolutely. this, but this is what it's from. I had a really bad one. Uh, I was uh, this was in high school, so forgive me. I was looking at really gross gore on the internet, and I heard a. <laughs> of someone getting their head chopped off and oh. it was i was like oh i recognize that from a cattle decapitation yep. song that's tooth enamel Yikes. and concrete i know that one it's a classic song classic. <laughs> oh wait no it's testicular manslaughter oh Sorry. yeah yeah um it was really uh strange that one wasn't a cool deja vu yeah you know what it was yeah, but flashbacks it was bad too. To beheadings <laughs> just boys on anyway. the internet man <laughs> They shouldn't have let us do what we did. <laughs> Saw a lot of gross things on there. So, Creepshow 2, we had watched it. Um, Cody, have you seen it before? Yeah, I've watched it um, probably like four or five times. Oh, wow. I think this is me and Sloan's second time, but knowing that Rob was coming in from like a soundtrack perspective, I was, I was trying to listen the whole time, and dude, you're right. A lot of... A lot of bangers right? on there. Oh yeah, it's true. Uh, just really like funky synth, spooky Halloween, good stuff. So, Creepshow is an anthology, so that'll make it kind of easy for us to talk about it. It's yeah. got th- three stories, uh, and then one kind of container story that puts them all together with the Creepshow guy himself, the the, the creep. So. Got to mention the big names on this one. Uh, the screenplay is by George A. Romero, um, which, you know, Night of the Living Dead. We got their stories based, uh, stories from Stephen King, mm. which, of course, he fucking puts himself in the movie, yep. and there's a big copy of it behind the bed on one scene. Like, dude, come on. Although, I'd probably do the same. Brag. Um, and then. Tom Savini, special effects whiz kid, um, he was the creep, and he was also the special effects consultant. And I got a teeny little IMDb nugget for you guys. Apparently, Nick Cage was rumored to have been considered for the <laughs> I creep. read that. Oh, man. He Whoa. wouldn't even need makeup. I had no clue, <laughs> no. man. Yeah, Nick Cage and also Arnold Schwarzenegger was rumored to be in also. So Yeah, yeah for... Uh, Chief yeah, Woodenhead. Which, that would have been oh, awesome. Been I weird. thought it'd be like Oh, that'd Arnold be so sick. Like, He'd be perfect. Although, except a, although you probably need guy. a Native American. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we'll, they but already we got did more it. on that they later. Did, we'll get into it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> like, race was not, like, actual race representation was not an issue in this movie. Yeah. Not an issue We well, didn't well, have that figured yeah, out yet. Well, we'll get into it, yes. <laughs> yeah. Dude, should we tackle these one at a time? Or should That's how I have my notes Same here, yeah. Okay. I think. Unless, do we want to talk about the the container story at all more than Nick Cage? <laughs> How, um, I mean, the the cool uh, flipping back between comic book and uh, live action is really sick. Yeah. Um, and it functions really well, and I think it works as a really good container story. Um, I think that that really is what elevates an anthology 
film is how it's contained. Um, and I think it does it really well. The comic book theme is so cool. Yeah. The animation I, was, as I wrote down, very animated. Like, there's just, mm-hmm. I don't know. They put a lot. It seemed like they put, like, so much into making the animation, like, really expressive and fun to watch and, like, keep setting it apart from the live action scenes. But Big agree. And there's a line right right at the beginning of that movie that I always wanted to use in, like, a grindcore song where the, where the kid is like, they're plants, but they eat meat. I've always wanted <laughs> yeah, to. Yeah, that was so good. <laughs> Uh-huh. They eat yeah. meat. Yeah. Yeah, I think really if you know what you're song. getting into here, um it's really camp fun campy. Um, yeah. even though it's like very like I'd say bad. Sim- similar to like kinda, yeah. Similar to like later Hellraisers, I would say. Like if you know what you're getting into and you're going in for like a fun time, it's a fun time. Yep. Short and sweet. Too. Yeah. Nice short and sweet. Mhm. Mhm. Um Guys, real quick before we move on here, so the creep, once he turns, like we said, turning into animated was fucking really cool, but the creep's chin, <laughs> did anyone else think he looked like fucking tits? Yeah, or <laughs> balls, or butt. His. Balls, yeah. tits, yep. butt. The costuming on him was wild. Janitalia. Yeah. Like, yeah. he had a mole on one Ugh. of the boob chins to make, like, a little nip. It was like they, um, they like, tried, they were trying to make him look too much like the cartoon that he just fully didn't look like a person anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was, it was very goofy. Like a total Crypt Keeper ripoff, too, and I think they're trying to, like, stay away yeah. from doing too much Crypt Keeper-y. Mm. Yeah, I thought okay. Yeah, I was I was mixing him up with Crypt Keeper while we were watching it. Like, wait, that's not the actual guy. He's more of yeah. a ghoul. No, I did the same thing franchises. the first Whoops. two times that I watched it. I was fully expecting like, where's the Crypt Keeper? Yeah. He doesn't look right or something. And then I was like, oh yeah, that's different different film. <laughs> Let's uh, rip into Old Chief Woodenhead, yep. right? Yeah. yeah, our first of three. Jimmy crack corn and I don't care. <laughs> Jimmy crack corn and I don't care. I meant to look into that song. I meant to I as didn't. well. I did not either. Um, Same. That I was the first. Did. That was the first thing that I wrote down. I was like, "Huh, maybe there would be something there. Maybe not." Uh, <laughs> That's for the listeners. Corn to find cracking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you're if subscribed to our Patreon, uh, you'll listen to the Slasher Tracks After Dark, where we will actually dig into that. Um, <laughs> oh, are you? Although our Patreon, Patreon might, I was about to our get Patreon might be full right now. Uh, so I don't know if you could oh, subscribe small. to that just so you've yet. You've already Very hit exclusive. the hundred thousand cap. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> stay tuned. It's hard to be so popular. Mm-hmm. Um. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's we go we we're on a town, an old dusty town called Very Dead dusty. River. Um. We have a small store owned by Ray and Martha. Martha's sick of this town, and she's sick of the store. And Ray just wants to give back. Um. I have some quotes, if we'd like to go over them, of Martha just being a real downer and trying to crush Ray's dreams. Oh, yeah, dude. She was kind of... <laughs> he was so overly optimistic, and she set him straight. And there were, not even, absolutely. Oh, sorry. The, go ahead, The Cody. dialogue was like very uh, misleading. Like, if you're watching this for the first time, I feel like there's like three different ways you're thinking that the story is going to go. Mm-hmm. Like I thought, like she was gonna. I thought she was going to uh, be like d- get cursed by like the uh, the chief. Mm. I thought there was gonna be something with that because she seemed like really like don't like this guy, don't like him. And then like 
they're just fine. She just has a change of heart, like yeah, kind of from nowhere, point. just because he's bad leaving. Writing. Yeah, I, it was very really confusing the first time that I saw it. Yeah, yeah I guess I could also see. So, um, yeah, we have Martha and Ray, and then there's this guy Benjamin. He's he's like the chief or like the leader of like one of the native tribes that live in the area and he has this big old fancy car and yeah i thought he was gonna do something bad like he was gonna sell the town to an oil company or something Cause i don't know mm-hmm. they're playing up like he has money but he was just yeah. a good guy i don't know that was weird too yeah benjamin didn't have money they yeah. owed he had they a fancy car though. a bunch of money mm. i don't fancy know car, but it was just had, like what cody was what cody was talking about though it just like seemed like the story was gonna go different ways than it actually did i thought that was another um, I don't even want to call it a red herring, so it wasn't like a mystery. It was just weird writing. Yeah. Do we have time for a quick IMDb moment? Hell yeah, dude. No. All right. So this was the... Oh, no time? Never mind. Okay, so... <laughs> let me pull my tab back up. I just closed you it. You actually closed uh, it? <laughs> <laughs> so, you just played a joke on yourself. Like, okay, I'll close it. It, it wasn't as funny as I was hoping for myself. But So this was... So I don't remember what her name is in the movie, The the Old Wife. Martha. Yeah. Martha. This was her last movie before she croaked. Oh. This is Martha in her prime. Oh. Uh, Look at those pencil kind of thin hottie thin Dang. Yeah. She could cut um, glass with those things. Could... She she was wow. uh, kind of a, a pretty big deal. And I am going to close this that. out before I open Total up my notes. Babe. But I want to show you guys. So yeah, total babe looks kind of like shit in this movie because oh she you know, close old. to death. But <laughs> You're um, so mean. she did well. No, to so, be fair, she dying. died nine years after this movie. So yeah. Oh, so yeah, she, she still hot. lived a little longer. No, actually, you're wrong. It was nine years before this oh, movie. God. They're weakened at burning. Case, the whole oh, you got good. the haunted copy of the movie. Oh, <laughs> So her uh, big thing that she was famous for was she was in seven musical comedies uh, called the Road to series in mm-hmm. the 40s. Uh, Road to Singapore, Road to Bali, Road to Hong Kong, Road to Zanzibar, blah, blah, blah. Uh, starring her, Bing Crosby, and Bob Hope. Boom. Dang. Uh, big names. She was working. Now, I yeah. Have, speaking, though, of her, she used to be hot. Now, Ray, I don't know if anybody else got this vibe, but I feel like Ray used to be like really hot did you look into what he used to look the, like the old man yeah he had good bones i don't know <laughs> really he looked uh, he looked kind of durgalarg to me kind of like, i don't know skin I, thought was like, did. Off. <laughs> I feel like he looked like he had the structure that he was a handsome young yeah man. maybe he was tall no question he was tall um, he had nice uh, eyes i'm googling it now let's see if yeah. he's hot let's Show see me right. if I wasn't he's checking out that hot man but was that Sam Whitemoon? No, that was no. Uh, he's the, that we'll the, get into him. No, his Ray's name's Ray. Bruce. Oh, yeah, Ray's he Bruce. looks like death. Oh, um, no, young, young. Show me young. He's only old. <laughs> show he's you. Born he's just old. Born old. <laughs> Am I gonna this, be disappointed? I mean, wow, yeah. This is what he looks <laughs> like. You're, oh <laughs> my gosh, <laughs> that's your. Uh, yeah, uh, there you go, Swan. Sorry, wow. audio only. Look know, at the boxing one, at, though. He's ripped, man. He he kind of looks like a more attractive L. Ron Hubbard, actually. <laughs> okay. He's kind of giving me James Hetfield Dang, vibes. he got an Oscar, too. Looks yeah, like. I see that. Yeah, I can see the James Hetfield. He's, he's, no, I think I was right. Yeah, he's good looking when he's not old, which yeah. all these pictures are pretty old. But yeah, he's mostly old. 
Yeah, he actually wrote Saint Anger, the album. <laughs> That's why he died. <laughs> um, if we did though want to talk about uh what is it? Sam Sam White Moon. We gotta talk, we Sam gotta talk White about Moon. Sam. So you know, oh. we got these. We got this nice old couple. Here's a little quote between. So I'll, I'm going to do a Martha character and a Ray voice. Um, so Ray, he's like trying to convince her. Like we got to give back to this town. He says, "Good intentions founded this country. Good intentions tore this country down." So like she's just a real fucking buzzkill. Mm. And like, what are you implying, Martha? Are you saying it felt like that was political? Or <laughs> yeah, something? she's like and no I, I government really... handouts. Yeah. Um, <laughs> She's, I didn't love her. Um, maybe that would have landed differently in 1987. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe it was just more bad writing. But um, so then, you know, obviously they're these nice couple. Benjamin, he comes in. He's like, here's an offering of all the most precious jewels from the people of my tribe. If we don't pay you back in like so keep much em. time, you keep our precious jewels. And then these freaking thugs. We have a guy, Sam, who is a supposed to be a native american man from the res nearby and then his two white friends but sam is definitely a white man in makeup emphasis on white my god do you want to hear his name it's a very white name (laughs) holt you got wait maybe it's supposed to be a play on it white main like white man pretty much no it's white moon right isn't it yeah, it's oh, white. Oh, damn. That would have been funny. I don't think they're that clever, Close, but almost. that would be funny. But yeah, here's his very white name. Holt McCallany. <laughs> He's Irish, man. Yeah. <laughs> Holt McCallany. Sloan had a connection, though. <laughs> yeah, it does. Uh, he is named Sam, and then he makes a reference to... What's that one guy in the movies? And he's talking about Samson Yeah, from the, the story Bible. of Samson and Delilah. Uh, so he's maybe named after Samson. But yeah, we haven't told our wonderful listeners yet. He has a long, flowing mane yeah. uh, that he is obsessed yeah. with. Like he cannot this hair, baby, stop is gonna touching. make me famous. He's so narcissistic, I but really it. not that good looking. He's kind of scary looking. And like, the wig is yeah. so yeah. bad. If the wig looked better, you might look attractive, maybe. Yeah, Between like, the maybe. wig and the makeup, it's just really off-putting yeah. seeing him. Well, and what's depressing is he's cool. Is the chief is actually Native American. But then yeah. him, he's just a white guy. <laughs> it's real it's just bad. A white guy with yeah. like just oranging bronzer yeah. all over his body. I do have a couple I, I guess... quotes from Sam uh, of his, uh, you know, examples of his narcissism and his hair. Uh, like he goes, he goes in the photo booth and takes some pictures, and he like holds up the photos. Like, tell me this ain't a movie star. And then God. now this one, okay. As soon as they see this hair, they're going to say, Sam, get over here with that hair. There's a thousand women that want this hair between their legs. So. <laughs> and I got to point out just... that Holt uh, McCallany, he was actually in Fight Club, Alien 3, oh. and Mindhunter. Not, oh. I think in Mindhunter, he actually has a, he has a pretty substantial part, but the other two, not so much. But, huh. Like, oh, Mc... that's interesting. Is he Weird. like one of the detectives in Mindhunter? I believe so, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought he looked familiar when I looked up what he looks like not in um, that costume. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah. Tough, tough thing to say. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know yeah. the appropriate Terrible words for that. racial stereotype oh. costume. Yeah. 
I had one more, just the, when we're talking about the, the dialogue in this movie, I do have just one more quote that I really wanted to share. So they steal the jewels, and they're like, we're going to sell the jewels, and it's going to pay for our trip to Hollywood, baby, because I'm going to be a star with this hair. And they say there ain't no dust in Hollywood, but isn't Los Angeles a desert? Yes. Well, yeah. partially, okay. yes. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, yep. I just thought that was very Yeah, I, I thought the same thing, like, no dust at all. Like, what? Is, <laughs> yeah. Every place has dust. What's he talking about? So, like, about? we're sick of this sick of this dusty town. There ain't no dust in Hollywood. Yeah, let's but... go to Southern California. A lot better. Yeah, I think it <laughs> yeah, no might more be dust. a similar climate, uh, Sam. Anyway. So, the chief himself. Uh, I thought it was pretty cool when he starts to move, like just subtly. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, oh yeah, for for listeners, he's like a like a cigar shop statue, a yeah. wooden a wooden Indian, basically. Mm. Oh, um, R.I.P. Yep, wooden oh, Indian yeah. in South Bend, Indiana. Yeah, it's a shame. Too many murders. R.I.P. Oh, was that? Yeah, didn't it? Wasn't there like prostitution yeah. in that? Yeah, and people living yeah. there. Lots of was a cigar stuff. store. What no, was no, it was shitty a shitty motel. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yep. R.I.P. R.I.P. And so, um, I don't know, guys. So he, so long flowing hair robs the store. Yeah. Uh, with his shitty friends. Fat, we have fat, so and rich boy. The one that's eating <laughs> yeah. constantly, and then the one that's that not about so dumb. <laughs> note about Fatso when they're looting the store. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you? You guys like watch what they're taking they're taking no hardware tools the one the one guy's taking hardware tools but the the bigger guy is literally one thing that he puts into a bag is just like a you know probably uh, big like record record player sized box of bazooka bubble gum just like what? multiple <laughs> things of it like <laughs> They're stealing gum. Yep. Like, that's his main thing. Is like, gotta steal my gum. Most of... And I Go ahead. had to rewind it because I was like, that's ridiculous. Why would he take gum? Uh, but, you Most know, of what priorities. they're doing is just, like, pouring stuff on the ground. Like, the rich kid, he just, like, grabs a thing of potatoes and just pours them on the floor for oh, no reason. So potato. It's just like, you're going to have to clean this up. Oh, fuck those yeah. kids. So disrespectful. So then we, we get to the violence. Uh, yeah. I guess I some really about tame that. shotgun blasts when and our our lead old couple is now dead, Bummer. and and now it's up to Chief Chief Woodenhead to uh, start chopping them up. And Chief Woodenhead's not having it. He's pissed. He liked Martha. Yeah, he really did. Ray. He liked them a lot. I I thought the shotgun kills were pretty lame, but um, they were. made up for it. the The chief kills were I thought were really yeah. fun, and and each one was different. We got the. Uh, the the one with the, just you just see the shadow of the kill with the axe. Oh yeah, that was that cool. was pretty sweet. Kid, yeah, you got the hatchet, mm-hmm. and the fat guy gets um, shot with like arrows through a window or something. Yeah. Oh, that one was my. And favorite. you know, that guy's uh, his room was so like really fun and, and it was just it was going Porned back up. between I think like porn and Iron Maiden yeah, and Iron his Iron head. Yeah. With, like, <laughs> that yeah, was like awesome. A trooper poster. Rock and roll. And then uh. The chief chief woodenhead he uh scalps. Sam. Oh yeah, duh. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was the, the big one. Takes Gotta his hair off and like goes back to his spot, but holding the scalp. It's pretty badass. Boom, I did like too. I like how they did the makeup on Chief Woodenhead when he comes to life. So it looks like it's just like a person with like heavy makeup and masks and stuff. So like how they made his hands really stiff. 
I don't know. I thought that was a cool. Yeah, effect. it was really impressive. It was almost like he was encased in like rubber. I don't know how they yeah. did that. Yeah. Like the, uh, none was... of it seemed like there were any seams at all. It was like entirely one suit. It had to be so hot. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's just yeah. cooking. I think that was the most impressive part of it was just yeah. looking at the costuming on that. Yeah. It was cool. And then uh There we go. The raft. The raft. Oh yeah. Now we're talking the finally raft. some boobies, <sighs> some kids. Pass the joint. Pass the joint. Who teens. And char- chargers, and alcohol, and breasts, and, and some uh, all the above, unconsensual touching. Yeah, that Andy. that was the weird part. Yeah, because yeah. he was Man. the nice guy. You know? What the hell? Yeah, yeah. such yeah, a exactly. good guy. Nice guy. Yeah. Nice. Fucking Girls nice don't guys. go for nice guys like me. That was so. We had seen this before, and the only thing I remembered about this whole damn movie was that. Gross person. Same, same, man. (laughs) (laughs) The weird thing about it, so like what happened, should we, so what happens in this scene too is that like he's perving out with a girl, she's like asleep and he's like poking at her naked body, he kisses her head, but like they're playing romantic 80s movies, like music over it. Like we're, and that, like what, were we as an audience supposed to be rooting for him? Like, yeah, do you yeah. get it? Or were we supposed to be disturbed? So I think that was the most horrifying thing in the whole movie. Good good point with the music. It it, it played like it was romance. And it fucking wasn't. Yeah, I absolutely think that, I don't know, maybe that was the late 80s. And this, should, this came up a lot in you guys watching, like, uh, the Friday the 13th movies. Like... Things mm. that are not consensual, uh-huh. but apparently were consensual. Not consensual, like but they chill. it was okay in the 80s, man. Like, that's just, uh, like, the way to do it. Yeah. <laughs> some mu- I've, had to, I've had to come to terms with uh, boobies in film because, I mean, I really like it. It, it adds to it like an explosion mm-hmm. does, but there's good and bad. Yeah. And when it's bad, it, was just it does not the, hit the same. The music. Like, I think if you could, like, do that scene now, but instead it would be... You're as the audience know that this is a bad thing that he's doing, and instead of her getting punished, then she's basically punished for it because then she dies. Yep. I feel like if we did it now, he would die for being a pervert and like poking yeah. a poking a tit. Well, uh, see, I had a different viewing of it because oh, one okay. one one it's so confusing. Like the, the the dialogue's bad. There's so many things that are kind of like eh, and I thought maybe the music was for the. I, I thought it was for like the audience to like perv out during the scene, which is still oh, gross because like we're perving out to somebody being so, doing something <laughs> like, gross. Like here's a box of tissues, audience. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, a teenage voice. No. Oh no! I hate but, but regardless, it's gross. Like it's like yeah. a gross thing. Um, either that, or it could have just been like a misplay, or you know, yeah. who knows? Because it's 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 a low budget film, and yeah. uh, who knows what could actually be going on? You know what? I don't know. You know what kind of it's frustrates gross. me is like, once again, the the nerdy girl, like the you know the girl that seems more reserved, she dies first. But like they act like she's not attractive, and to me, she's the she's the actually like pretty attractive one of the two. She doesn't smoke weed, Rob. She's oh, not cool. Yeah, I forgot. Sorry. She's not cool. Yeah. That's yeah. another yeah. common thing in like '80s movies, though. It's like these chicks with like just like I don't know. They just look like they're made of makeup. And just some big hair. Not that there's anything wrong with that, you know. But um, 
Your hair looks awesome, Sloan. But, but yeah, <laughs> it is weird. Like the just the style of that time. It like the hot chicks. They like through our lens out. They look like thirty five yeah. when they're supposed to be teens. Yeah. But like they wear shoulder pads and like helmet. Rigid hair. women. Very, very rigid. Rigid. <laughs> rigid women. That's, That's what it takes. Eighties hot. <laughs> hot. Yeah. So we we got like eighties hot girl and then eighties hot girl with glasses. Yeah. Is the ugly dork? Yeah, and not (laughs) enough makeup. Idiot. Uh, Let's talk about the blob itself. What's the actual? Yeah, what's happening? They're going. (sighs) It's a fifty-degree water. Apparently, is what they say. So it's pretty cold. You gotta move, and they go on this raft, and then there's this like blob of algae type stuff floating around. They said it was an oil slick, but it's not an oil slick. Uh, oh, the guy that I called football because I didn't know his name. He said, I don't believe in oil slicks, man. So that was pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. Dude, he was the alpha Chad. Yo, uh, honestly, he even brought a little pill bottle to keep joints in while yeah, he swam absolutely. to the, the very, thing. Very clever. Also, very cool move. Okay, all the characters in this are really good because they're yeah. so bad. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like our, our lead, the lead guy, is just like insufferable. Every sentence that comes out of his mouth makes me want to throw up. <laughs> And I honestly loved every sentence he said. Everything he said was just so bad. And it's not really the sentences exactly. It was his whiny ass delivery. Oh, yeah. He just was just like, <laughs> he was like a sim, but like a like just a big old weenie. I big loved it. Like I mean, his and then Chad was great. His nicknames, they, like, called each other, was, like, Poncho, and, like, they're doing, like, a Don Quixote thing. Like, his nickname is, you are my sidekick, you little bitch. Like. Mucho ecological. Yep. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, man. It was. I, I, I tried to find what that actual blob was made of. Cause, oh, yeah. I don't know. That was, like, a pretty unique thing. It's, like, not a trope of a monster. I've not seen this flat blob creature and. Honestly, it kind of worked pretty well. It was pretty unsettling. Sorry, I couldn't find it. It had anything. to have been like oh, mostly thanks. rubber. Yeah, I don't know. That thing was cool. And they just like put like nasty little green things and some like bird bones and stuff in there. It's just gross. Mm-hmm. I loved it. It's yeah. kind of a shame that the story wasn't a little bit more developed. I know it's like an anthology and it's a short, mm-hmm. short, but like it, I could see it being, well, I guess there are like other films about like giant. Masses devouring. Yeah, yeah. We have, there's plenty of other films that do that, but it was kind of like I liked the water aspect. I kind of thought it was fun. Yeah, I think, or like if you did something like playing off, I don't know, because they did, again, maybe if they had more time, it was like they touched on it and you thought it was going to go more because uh, the dweeb, Randy, he was involved in like, um, like cleaning up oil spills and like, I don't know if he like studies earth science or something in college. He's like a nerd and he probably like goes to college. Um, but yeah, so it seemed like maybe it's gonna be like something related to pollution that like caused this thing, but I don't know, just yeah. eats people. A little half. So I yeah. actually got a, a little factoid about that guy. I called him Nipple Guy, Ooh. but his his name's actually <laughs> Daniel Beer. Uh, that's the actor's name. He cool. Um, actually, almost got hypothermia during the filming of that, and he was gonna Whoa. walk off set, and they took him to the hospital, and he had to come back and finish up the filming of that. 
like the next day. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That thank you, Rob. That answers one because I was wondering. So you're talking about how the water's fifty degrees, like as part of the part of the story. But I was like, I wonder if it actually was super cold because it'd be cheaper for filming yeah, if been. they go off season. It reminded me of uh, <clears throat> similar project problems with uh, some one of the Friday the Thirteenth. There was I think it just was in six. these greasy, cheap horror no, movies they're just like too fucking bad it's cold get your We've tits got, like, out and get in the water hundred dollars for the day <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i saw that that guy it's uh, one source said his body turned green i don't know if that's true green or not, gross jesus it seemed, it seemed like a bad time well, maybe he was just really angry and he hulked out well, maybe i'm really impressed with their swimming abilities like knowing the water was mm. that cold because they were swimming like it wasn't cold yeah so good on them my I think they're just afraid I mean, they of the very... blob. Really, that's what forced them. Yeah. Yeah. There's a real blob. Sometimes I had to find that. Yeah, it was a real blob. <laughs> if you were trapped the way they were, would you have handled it differently? Uh, you know, I think he probably he definitely could have gotten away, or at least uh, our nerd at the end, because he got to the shore, and oh, also that cut at the end was really, really, really bad. <laughs> Like oh. it starts like going and then it cuts to black and it seems like it black. like the film like skipped or something and then it goes back to the blob going away. Well, it shows the car but, uh, like still blasting the music while everyone's already dead yeah. at that point. Yeah, uh, but I think if he would have, I would have taken advantage of the blob eating uh, the girl mm. right away. Like I would have, there's nothing you can do. It's already like got like half of her body. I would have jumped in the water and yeah. swam right away, and you could have yeah. easily gotten to the car. Um, it does seem like it kind of goes in a frenzy. Like once it starts eating, it doesn't want to stop. My yeah. idea was if you could maybe like pry a loose board and throw it to see if it responds to like movement in the water to get it farther away, and then you swim. Yeah, that, that's the Maybe. weird thing. I think it could smell the people. The wood is, like, organic, so, like, why wouldn't it eat the wood, too? Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. And why does it just go through the cracks? It didn't make sense. It would only go through cracks when it was convenient, um, and then, like, it couldn't do that the whole time or we wouldn't have a story. It would just fucking yeah, kill them. Yeah, instantly. Uh, <laughs> Dead. Yeah, they could have just made it, like, a solid surface, too. I don't know. It was just weird. I, there was... are metal versions of those, yeah. but yeah. Yeah. Don't ask questions. When the uh, one one last thing I wanted to hit on with that one, when the I think the last girl gets sucked in and she comes out with like the blob shit completely over Ooh. her face mm-hmm. and like and you see her mouth. Yeah. That that kind of imagery. If you were like ten when you watched this, I bet that was actually scary as shit. Oh yeah. You'd oh, be sure. so afraid of swimming like in lakes and, and stuff. I, still... I think if I saw this as a kid. I still think it's gross, man. It's nasty. You can see, like, yeah, the blood like... and the skin kind of pulling back. Ugh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's like almost like yeah. it's, like, burning it... them. Like, a yeah, I don't know. It's gross. Corrosive. I think, like, it well. we'll get into it not too much. But, yeah, like, carnivorous plants. Like, it, there's, like, it's, like, covering it, and it's digestive goo. They eat meat. Yeah, I think it's is really unsettling that she just kept screaming, it hurts. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was, mm-hmm. that, was good. that was effective. As much as we made fun of so much of the dialogue, that was that was good. That that yeah. upset me. It was good, absolutely. And then the hitchhiker bringing up that rear, that fat dumper. This is my favorite one, absolutely. I yeah. Well, I don't know why. Honestly, I think it goes kind of in order. I like I like them from the 
from the starting the least to the end the most. Mm. Yeah. Because boobies. It gets... <laughs> I feel like they ramp up and just, like, getting more depraved. And, like, by the end, it's this bloody face zombie. Yeah. And she's like, you know, so baby, orgasm this... six times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Count them. Like so it's like there's this lady. We have her name. It's Annie. She is cheating on her husband with a gigolo. Yes. What, which should make their dialogue make more sense. Because he's like, I counted six orgasms. Like, why would you say that? <laughs> but turns out she was paying for the six orgasms. And she did confirm later that she came six times. So good, good on him. If she does the math, like 25 bucks a, a pop is <laughs> yeah. pretty good. To herself. She's just talking to herself. She talks to herself the whole, whole time. Car. It's yeah. good. It's it's inter- It's like an interesting way to just like the story of like a singular person in their car. So she, yeah, she's driving away, driving back home, trying to figure out she's going to explain how she, why she's so late to her husband. And uh, she uh, she hits a guy with her car. A hitchhiker. A hitchhiker. A lot. Yep. A lot. Oh, and I want to point out that the the actress, her name's Lois Chiles, or Chiles, um, mm-hmm. she was in the movie uh, Moonraker, the James Bond movie, which has a space battle. Oh. So if you ever want to see a sick, sick, sick James Bond movie, there's it's like 1976. I didn't know James Bond. It's awesome. Oh, yeah. I didn't know Very James cool. Bond went to space, and also James Bond in space in the 70s sounds like a dream, yeah. It's a so straight I up laser. Watch that one. Bing, bing, bing. <laughs> It's awesome. That's sick. I might have to yeah. watch that. Ooh. Yeah, I think I know what we're doing tonight, yep. Sloan. <laughs> so uh, she hits him with a car, and she drives away. And she's talking to herself. And then we get the appearance from Stephen King. He plays a truck driver. And he's like, oh, what's going on here? I'm Stephen King. I'm like, that's that's not nice to hit That's people. actually what he says. That's uh, the <laughs> actual dialogue. Kind of like, close. <laughs> well, like, his voice. Him in the movie reminds me of when fucking Tarantino yep. in his movies. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, you just came on here to touch a foot and say the N-word. <laughs> like, True. What is Stephen King's angle to, like, pretend he's a working man or something? Like, he has calluses? I don't know. Yeah, that's uh. a good point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he didn't get to touch anything, but I don't. It it was self indulgent, but at yeah. the same time, like, dude, if they made my shit into a movie, I would want to you be in it. Absolutely, would be in that it. That would yeah, be your I clause. I would be that way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I thought the it the big it book on the bed was was a little much as That's well. Funny though. But um, whatever. So she like uh you know is feeling guilty about it and seems to be hallucinating that she keeps seeing the hitchhiker and continues to kill him over and over and over again. Thanks like, for the ride, lady. <laughs> I thought it was like a pretty good concept uh, for like a contained short story like this. Yeah, and mm-hmm. his his the de- degradation of his body is really nice. Yeah. Yeah. Like just slowly getting more and more disgusting until the end where his eyes like on his cheek and just like a skull and It was nasty. The the uh vocal processing's really cool on yes, it. Yes. It absolutely. sounds like very odd. It's great. Yeah. That the guts on that one really helped sell it. I got to imagine uh Mr. Savini was involved quite a bit on that. Yeah. How did that one end? Doesn't she? She parks her car, like her crashed and she fucking sees car, her she makes into it the back. garage. And her husband's not even home, so she's like, "I didn't even have probably... to be worried. My husband's not even home. Of course he's not." Um, and then the zombie appears and bites her yeah. face. So I don't think she actually like. So when her husband gets there, 
at the end of the movie, it looks like she had just like died by running the car with the garage door closed. So she died of carbon monoxide poisoning. Oh. Oh. Yeah. oh. So it's hard to tell if Dude. any of it happened, you know? Like, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Like she did, especially, yeah, I was thinking about that. Clever. If it was a hallucination, the way that she, there's one part, part where she like goes into the woods and is like, she sees the hitchhiker against the tree and is like continuously ramming her car into yeah. it over mm-hmm. and over again. Yeah, I was thinking if that was just a hallucination, that would just be so insane to see what she's feeling. <laughs> oh yeah, my yeah. God, yeah. So. I think like she knocks herself out. Uh-huh. Pretty disturbing. Yeah, I'm leaning towards none of it being real. Yeah. Me too. Yeah, that's kind of what I think. That's pretty good. Nice. Yeah, that's the only yeah. one so, that's just uh, like, but what if it was all a dream? <laughs> it's a little uh-huh. psychological. I it, yeah, I think Someone's it favorite. <laughs> I thought I think a lot of times it's such a cop out, but I think it works in this contained like small story. Yeah. But so, so uh rankings on oh. these three. Hmm. We gotta. That's sort of our thing. Well, this is tough. Because it, it's like, is it am I ranking them because I think one's actually the best or like what was most ridiculous? Uh, I'm going pure like enjoyment on different mine. Vibes. Yeah, mine's enjoyment. You guys go first. I'm going to have to think about it. I mean, number two I liked a lot when I was a kid just because of boobies, like 100%. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Yeah. But then when I grew up, I was like, man, this is weird. <laughs> He's just touching this chick. That makes my vote awkward. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure my favorite is the, the lake one. I think that's my favorite as well. I think it's aside. It was just, it, it worked well. I think mine's uh, the raft hitchhiker and then Indian taking up the rear. Oh, that sounded. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> old yeah, chief wouldn't say that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> right up the rear. Uh, yeah, I think I agree. I think that the hitchhiker is the best one, but I did find the raft one the most entertaining. I also it's close. When I was watching this, it was just so interesting thinking about like the the con like the the football guy, the jock guy. He is just mm-hmm. such like a, I was like, oh, that's where like Trumpism comes from. It's just we didn't have like a culture about like because he's like he threatens to hit his girlfriend. He is narcissistic. He says, "I don't believe in oil slicks, man." Like true. Just, yeah, I didn't think about that. Yeah. Like I was like, oh, it's just like him when he's younger, and now he's a mean dad. Like so that was. Interesting cultural study for me watching the raft. Mm. Um, oh, he didn't um, have joints though. Yeah, he did have another joints. casting yeah. thing. Another casting thing. Donald Trump was actually supposed to play that. Uh, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> He's way too soft. Had to get he actually wrote. He wrote the part. Uh, <laughs> I feel bad though. Like I giving uh, Chief Woodenhead number three of three because I liked that one too. I really enjoyed watching that man pretend to be a native american it was just so offensive god it was bad the accent and everything oh man mm-hmm. it really Rough. entertains me yeah. so uh, uh, rob do you have a, a, a yeah mine's definitely just one two three well i like uh so well, i guess it's three two one so yeah i like the hitchhiker uh raft and then uh chief woodenhead as the third one her third favorite nice there's supposed to be two more though that weren't included. Yeah. yeah. Um I'm glad Bonker. you brought that up. I I tried to I thought I was going to have something really cool for us. Um Yeah, so How are they making new creep show movies? They have the TV show on Shutter. It sucks. TV show. So there's the TV Holiday show. Special. It's awful. 
Um, the TV show is bad. There's like I watched all of them, and out of all of the little minis, like there, I don't even know how many there were, like seven or eight of them. I watched both seasons, uh-huh. so maybe like ten total. Uh, two of them that were good out of all, like freaking ten. Brutal. They're, bad. They're... Rough. I think they're so bad that they're entertaining. I still, I'm I glad I watched them. Two that stood out to me. Yeah. Like, I remember there was one with, like, a dollhouse that really just, like, captured my imagination that I liked. Ooh. And there was, like, a the dad that got, like, eaten by his alcoholism and turned into a plant. Yeah. That was cool. That was so cool. Yeah. That one was good. But, yeah, the rest, I think, no, I, don't, I don't even remember the rest of them. I kind of like the genie so. one, though, too. That was pretty sweet. Did you see that? What? Oh, the genie one was a nice, the, with, like, the suitcase yeah. and everything. Yeah. Yeah, that oh, one was pretty nice. I didn't finish season two. I think two. these are all season one, though. I think just season yeah. two oh. sucked. Yeah. yeah. My memory sucks. Yeah, maybe they just ran out of ideas. Maybe season one was all right, and then season two just... I haven't watched all... I've watched the uh, holiday special last night, and it was... Um, oh, I hate the holiday special. It was, was I didn't see What was the holiday the special? An, the animated one, right? It, no, no, not an animated one. It's... Um, it was about um, where people, people that turn into animals. Oh, no. uh, and oh not just wolf, Santa. like turtle. Oh, yeah. Oh, there is a turtle. 100%. <gasps> yeah. Uh, Sounds whoa. like a razor. They, Casino dude, bites. They bonkers. Uh, they are against Santa. Santa's what? apparently an evil being that tries to kill people. And this was bad? What? Um, yeah, it you're, was you're rough. Selling it like well. a, it, sounds it was awesome. rough in a great way. I don't know. Maybe it was really good. Um, it kept my attention. And I watched the whole thing. It was 45 minutes of That's just it? one. That sounds great. Um, there's some really interesting costuming. I highly, man, it takes a long time to get there, but once it gets there, it was uh, wow. Because the whole time you just want to see where people, honestly. Yeah, that sounds great. I, I found what what I was looking for a, a creep show animated special. Oh. Um, it's two stories, survivor type and twittering from the circus of the dead. It was fucking abysmal. Brutal. I can't even tell you wow. anything about either story. Just that I hated it all. Roasted. Um, I think you were there technically Sloan. You probably don't remember it either. Cause it was I, fucking horrible. It was boring. I might've fallen asleep. Did we want to talk at all about the animation anymore of like the plant eating? Oh, at the end, beat, killing the bully. Meat. They ate yeah. the bully. I also, was I was cool. wondering... The main bully. I was wondering if he was goth, but then Aaron corrected me that he's definitely not goth. So then, like, when was goth invented? I guess he was, like, a metal oh, 80s. No, goth was around then, yeah, in the early 80s. But he wasn't no, goth. He's like, not. goths don't bully like he that. He could just be, like, like, a punk a... kid, like, not following any type of... He's wearing of... makeup. Oh, you're right. Hmm. He was. There are... Yeah. Goth is, like, a really broad culture, though. It's not just, like, all Robert Smith kind of people. There's like yeah. people that dress as like Victorian era goths and stuff, man. Yeah, but also they don't those the Victorian ones don't like chase people on their oh crap, what it I was gonna make a joke, I forgot what they're called. On their segues. <laughs> on their penny far <laughs> on their penny farthing oh, and beat kids up. Like, Great timing. <laughs> nailed it. Goth Comedic genius over yeah. here. He he more That's to me idea. just stro- he was like Sid from Toy Story. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. Like spot on. Gotcha. Yeah. I really liked it when he died. Um, just like his little fat boy boobies fully on display <laughs> when he's dying. <laughs> That's pretty hot. Yeah, it's good stuff. Cool. Uh, I do want to hit on those two yeah. stories that they skipped out on uh, before we go yeah, to definitely. our side tracks. So, uh, it was originally going to be five stories, uh, like the oh. first creep show. 
but there were two that got cut because of budgetary um, reasons. There was one called Damn. Cat from Hell, which was a, a hitman pays $100,000 to kill a black cat that seems to be killing people. Um, mm. That one ended up in a different anthology movie called Tales from the Dark Side in mm-hmm. 1990, oh. uh, which sounds like it could be pretty cool. Uh, and But here's the one that had an almost interesting twist. There's one called Pinfall, and it was about oh my bowling. <gasps> bowling, like, uh, and I don't know a lot about it, but uh, a bowling ghost story, like the team dies and comes back and shit like that. A bowling um, team dies? Exactly. Rival bowling that teams. That's beautiful. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, um, and so that never, it was written, but it was never filmed or anything, to my understanding. But, and here's where I was about to be exciting. There was a 2014 Kickstarter for a fan half hour uh, short of it. It was filmed radio silence in like 2015. Yep. Oh, yeah, they what? raised like 1,400 euros, I think, which was enough, I guess. Yeah, it was, it, it was enough to film it, but maybe not <laughs> yeah, to edit it. Like yeah. I, I combed the internet. He did... He did Kickstarter, and then he did uh, Indiegogo and got another couple hundred, maybe. Uh, and then I found his personal Facebook page. Like, I was just trying to find anything. Did you message him? I, I did this, like, two hours ago, so. <laughs> oh, okay. No. Or I, I would have, but. Um, See, like, what if the slasher team offers to edit this film? Yeah. That's, that just means me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. but Yo, I'll be like, good I'll... job, Aaron. <laughs> you can edit but... me into the film. Yeah, yeah, put us Deal. in it. <laughs> So he had a bunch of like YouTube videos on that page, and they're all removed. Mm. Um, but he's moved on to other shorts. Yeah. I don't know. He's still doing things, but not that. So Bummer. That means Pinfall is free real estate if Slasher Tracks wants to do a, a bowling uh, horror film. Sounds I love good. It. We've got a script. Yeah, it sounds, We've got a bowling team. So apparently that ta- – I've never seen Tales from the Dark Side, so i got to watch that. But apparently that's like kind of a comedy anthology and that one sounds like the the pinfall one sounds like it would fit in there because how do you make a rival yeah. bowling team that dies and comes back like <laughs> not funny? I don't know. But yeah. they, instead, they yeah. well, I mean, the cat thing is funny too, but they should have just used them both. Yeah. yeah. What a waste. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was what like the eighties though, so it was a long time ago, and I guess you can't go back on that yet. One day. Yet. I don't know. They they have a creep show TV That's show true. now, so let's just yeah. do it as an episode. Yeah, come on, come on, yeah, guys. I got fourteen hundred euros set aside for this. <laughs> you ready for a quick sponsored break? Yeah, very smooth. <laughs> um, hey, cue the tape of the ad right here, <laughs> right at wait wait. No, actually. How about here-ish? Uh, ad time. The ad has stopped now. We have returned. It is Slasher Tracks once again, featuring Robert the Butcher. That's like some real throat singing. That was nuts, man. Uh, yeah, it's all in, it's all in the multiple spaces throat? in your. It's all in the throat, throat and mouth, yeah. all in the throat. 
They don't call me throat goat for nothing. <laughs> All right. Uh, we're All back. Right. So, guess it's time for me to take us on a little sidetrack. What do you say? Hold up. Oh. Zoom asked me if I want to set up professional audio and audio settings because of that. It said, are you playing music? <laughs> oh, wow. Awesome. So, th- thanks, Zoom. I've been ready for this sidetrack yeah, let's go on. Let's get, let's get a little sidetracked. Okay. So... Oh. Are you going to tell us about a child molester or no. a murderer today? There are no children harmed in this sidetrack. I am pleased to say. Not this one. This one's not one. Not that I know of. I mean, are, are you a little disappointed? It's like your bread and butter. <laughs> I mean, you know, I can't. You gotta, you gotta space it out, or people, you know, you gotta keep them wanting more. And to do that, I gotta space it out with like a little bit more lighthearted things. <laughs> you gotta uh-huh. keep them. What? I'm the anticipation's killing me. In this movie, there was quite a bit of carnivorous plant action. In the animated section, we had the Venus flytraps. They eat meat, and they're huge. Mm -hmm. And also, you know, we had like our blob. It kind of had an algae vibe. So that's where my sidetrack will start. First, let's talk about just some background on what a carnivorous plant is. They get their nutrients through both photosynthesis and uh, consuming living beings, typically insects and really small things like bacteria or small parasites. But there are a mm-hmm. few that are big enough to eat small mammals and reptiles, which I did Whoa. not know until today. That's pretty cool. Uh, I have always wanted to own one, by the way. The I Venus saw a fl- video of one eating a frag. And wow. It was sick. Ooh. A Venus flytrap? Yes. Holy yeah, crap. it just went... Dude, I used, it, to have, it I used to have 13 different species of carnivorous plants. No wow. fucking way. Yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah. I didn't know that. You should have. My Man. mom Okay, well, him. maybe you can. Oh. Yeah. Like on purpose? <laughs> or like no, you she just didn't water them while I was in college and they died. You only have to uh, water them shit. once every month. That's it. Anyways, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about your plants, <laughs> oh, <you're> man. cool. <laughs> so, this is an evolutionary tactic that was developed by plants in areas that lack in nutrient soil. Uh, typically, like lacking in nitrogen, they can be found in a lot of like swamps, bogs, or places with like standing, unmoving water where like nutrients can't really cycle through. There are five trapping methods. There is the pitfall, which is like a pitcher plant where the tactic is there's something where a creature will go on it and they oh they slip and fall and they fall into yeah. like the pitcher like the guts of the plant. There's classic adhesive. very cartoon. Yes, mm-hmm. pitcher plants seem so fake. Um, we have adhesive that's pretty self-explanatory. They're sticky. Snap, that's like a Venus flytrap. There's the snare. That's usually with much smaller types of carnivorous plants. It's like, ah, we don't need to explain how it works. And then there's suction. This is in water plants that eat animals. Oh, they have like nice. a they have like a little sucky thing, and when something gets close, it sucks it in, and then it f- like flips a valve that then sends it to the bottom, and it sucks it into the digestive Whoa. part. Oh my what god! The fuck? Yeah, I have literally never heard of That's that. That's wild. Same. Pretty cool. I didn't know it was a thing. According to the Natural History Museum, there are 630 known species of carnivorous plants, and 12 of them are big enough to eat animals, like like rodents and lizards and stuff, and frogs. The first like big academic writing that was done on this was by Charles Darwin in 1875 with his book Insectivorous Plants, and that comes into play because I think 
Darwin writing about this at that time really captured the imagination of people in the late 19th century. Because, like, it was also around the time that his book was published that all these stories were coming out from people claiming to be explorers that have discovered human-eating plants. Whoa. Kind of, Mm -hmm. like, in our movie. Mm -hmm. And there are a few, like, big stories, but we're going to focus on the story of the Madagascar tree. Uh, In 1880, this guy Edmund Spencer wrote a story for the New York World that claimed to have a letter from explorer Carl Leachy, a German explorer. And it claimed in the letters, like supposed to be a letter from one scientist to another, where he says that he encountered a group called the Makoto tribe and they sacrifice human beings to this man-eating tree. That's awesome. And here I'm going to, I thought about maybe trying to do a German accent, but I'm just going to do like vague English. I think you should try it. I think you should. You You definitely should. (laughs) I I will try. Maybe I should send it to you. Okay, I'm going to try. It's going to be really bad. But here's an excerpt from the description of like the sacrifice part that was like pretty brutal and cool. Yeah. The slender, delicate palpi. (laughs) I can't do it. (laughs) <laughs> hey, it wasn't bad. It was pretty. It's it pretty nice. Yeah, it's like Frau. With yeah. with the fury of starved serpents, quivered a moment over her head, then as if instincts with demonic intelligence fastened upon her in sudden coils around and around her neck and arms. Then, while her awful screams and yet more awful laughter rose wildly to be instantly strangled down again into a gurgling moan, the tendrils one after another like great green serpents with brutal energy and inferior rapidity rose retracted themselves and wrapped about her fold after fold. There's more, but um, it's just... Why doesn't that exist? The serpent... It's like, so yeah, it's like saying it's like serpentine coils that brings you in and like the story was i guess this lady was from the tribe and she like volunteered to be sacrificed so she's laughing and screaming and Mm. loving being eaten by this tree huh probably a virgin i was gonna say that sounds like it uh exists on pornhub oh yeah yeah could have started some very cool probably captured imagination and other ways that i wasn't thinking about thank you for that cody um uh I love, by the way, just the age where you could just, we didn't know things yet, yeah. and you could just you bullshit could just like it. that and get famous and sell it to a magazine. Mm-hmm. Amazing. And uh, yeah, obviously, so this wasn't true. Carl Leachy doesn't exist. Uh, the Makoto tribe Boo. doesn't exist. But people didn't know that for a while. And this, uh, I just wanted to, the this where we're going to get a little off the, off the rails. There's another person who thought it was real, who was an explorer. His name is Charles o- Charles Salmon Osborne. Um, and he wrote this book, this ethnography, called Madagascar, Land of the Man-Eating Tree, in 1924. And he, like, fully reprints the letter. He thinks it's... He thinks... I don't know. I don't think he actually thinks it's real, but he uses it as a way to get people titillated in the first chapter of the book. So then he can get Smart. into boring ethnography. Like, it's, it seems like a regular ethnography, like, talks about flora and fauna and, like marriage traditions and hunting and stuff um and he says like when he was there he never actually saw the tree himself but he's kind of like why not why can't it be real and apparently there are myths uh that he like the tribes that he encountered when he was traveling there like they had myths of a man-eating tree so he's like why not 
there's, uh, you know, plants that can eat birds. Why not people? Huh? Cool. Um, but, Size. But um, the thing that... So I saw that it said, like, in the description, he was explorer, but also a governor of Michigan. And I was like, who is huh. this guy so he's like i need to read i just i had to let you guys know about this guy because he's so fascinating and i'm i think i'm gonna get his memoir didn't have time to read it um he seems like a really chill dude he was so he was uh he went to purdue boiler up um he was he started multiple he created multiple newspapers he was a governor he also got into um, iron mining. Um, uh huh. He did all kinds of stuff. Uh, he was born in a log cabin in Indiana in 1860. His parents were abolitionists and named him after a big abolitionist, uh, Salmon P. Chase. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Interest like. I was wondering about the salmon part. Yeah, he's. But it was intentional. Yeah, it was very intentional. That guy, he was like a big advocate. He was very anti-slavery advocate, and he like worked in the Abraham Lincoln's administration. That's the guy he's named after. He just seemed like a pretty chill governor. He supported women's suffrage before a lot of people did, and tried to get it passed in Michigan. But they're like, nah, we're not cool with that. So he's like, well, I tried. Uh, he was a member of the Progressive Party. He sanctioned workmen's comp in Michigan. And he also had, like, said he wasn't concerned with being reelected because that distracts you from being a good public servant. Just I like a, that. Really? That's good. He yeah. seemed like a really chill guy. And then when he was, yeah, when he was done being governor, he became a pro, an iron prospector and explorer. Uh, and he was also, so this is, he seems like he was, like, super kooky, too. He was a naturalist, and he loved sleeping outdoors north to south to use the Earth's magnetism <sighs> to align his energy. <laughs> That's awesome. This guy was rad. He's so, <laughs> he's so rad. One weird thing. So he had a wife, Lillian, and they had five kids, right? But then, while he's still married to Lillian, he gets this assistant, uh, Stella Nova, and he adopts Stella Nova when she's 37 and he's like 64. And then, hmm, Normal wife, thing. then Lillian dies. And then they annul the adoption and he marries Stella. Oh, yeah, <laughs> so yeah. Nice. I think Playing the long game. Yeah, really long game. I'm pretty sure that was just like his longtime mistress. Um, but besides that, you know, seems like a really chill dude. Fascinating guy. Uh, she had a very sexy sounding guy. Yes, I, I get it already. And you know, like she is like a research assistant. She's probably really smart, and yeah, she seems she seems cool. So that's I'll look her up, Stella Nova. Maybe you put boobs. Stella Nova <laughs> in like Char- Charles Osborne. Uh, it's a coffee shop. I can't remember her. I didn't write down her they last got boobs name. Boobs at the coffee shop. Too many names. Where do you think the? No, nah, I'm not gonna say it. Uh, I got a main mother and son charged in a massive drug bust. Not super hot. Um, we got one. She's fine. No. Well, anyway, I mean, he was like 30 years older than her. So, you know, still good for Charles, I guess. Sure. Real quick. Back to carnivorous plants. Where this all started was I was wondering if there was like flesh eating algae like in the raft. Oh. And okay. turns out there was a sort of recent like there was a recent discovery that algae does okay. It's been 
accepted that algae subsists on sunlight and carbon dioxide. It's like super effective of getting carbon dioxide out of the air, like even better than trees sometimes. Mm -hmm. But in 2013, some researchers found that in like a carnivorous plant, if nutrients are low, they will eat bacteria, but also they will only eat it if it's alive. So like that's kind of creepy. Like it only eats mm. living prey. Whoa. But um it's it is just bacteria. But, you know, evolution like someday maybe it'll start eating people. You know, we can dream it could happen. I hope so. It could happen in a few million years. So there you go. Cool. Nice. Very nice. I was I was wondering when you were talking about like why couldn't it exist? You know, corn started out as like tiny and small and we mm-hmm. GMO'd it. What if we intentionally GMO'd like killer plants to get bigger and bigger? I think yeah. we could do it. I heard yeah. Taiwan's doing that. We could make our own killing killer tree yeah. that eats people and we can worship it. Yeah, let's start yeah. making ants. Yeah. Finally. Well, Why not? I'll get the Why Kickstarter not? going. Kickstarted. <laughs> I mean, if you could just get a pitcher plant big enough to fit a person in it, there you go. If you subscribe to the Slasher Tracks Patreon, you can actually get your ticket to be sacrificed to the tree that will eventually create. (laughs) Praise be. (laughs) That is a very special, special thing we don't just give out to anybody. This is a fun cult, you guys. Oh, guys, what about... (laughs) <laughs> what if you had a pitcher plant? You know, like if someone's asleep and you put their hand in oh the water God. and they pee? You just put their hand in the pitcher plant. It's just slowly dissolving. Oh, my God. Correct you, bro. Ha-ha, you have no fingers. I I feel like it would take so long. I they would probably just be like burning yeah, it, feeling. But it, yeah. I don't know. Maybe skeleton fingers. It takes fingers. a long time I, to break that stuff down to the point where I think it partially rots while they're doing it, you know? Mm. Yeah. Mm. Oh, makes sense. So the bacteria kind of helps it break mm-hmm. down. Yep. Probably. I ain't no science guy, but sounds right. Does sound pretty neat. Very cool. I liked it, Sloan. Yeah, that's Thank awesome. You. I, you know what I wonder, though? What do they do with the bones of, like, vertebrates, you know? Like, after they eat, like, a frog, the, do they I spit guess... them out? <laughs> I guess, I, guess okay. I assume Mario. that it all just dissolves eventually, wow. but, yeah, I don't know. Huh. I didn't look at. I didn't want to get while. too into like all the the science of pitcher plants and stuff. Mm. But maybe I'll get a book on pitcher plants. Yeah, you should report back to us. <laughs> Will do. <laughs> so I'm up. You got the stepmom. And what you got? Uh, I was really scared because I started looking. I heard that song jimmy crack corn and i don't care and i got really really excited about corn and (laughs) honestly (laughs) then i started thinking about the history of corn and how that could be really fun and how much detail there could be there and then i started thinking about oh my god though there's a 90s band called corn no. And there's going to be so much gold there. And so <laughs> so I knew you guys would be really excited to hear about corn. So instead, I did it on Ray Romano because Rob kind of sounds like Ray Romano. Oh, I, you know, I meant to come in as Ray Romano. I forgot about that. Hey, this is Ray Romano. Come watch my show. 
Damn it. No fucking way. Uh, yeah, oh, honestly. That, that your, your build-up just got better and better and better. I kind of wish I would have done it on Corn the Band. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I realized it literally as I was, uh, as we were talking about Jimmy Crack Corn. And then I was like, shit, I could have done it on Corn. But, um, you know, sometimes you lose I, some. No, I am very excited to learn about Ray Romano. Me too. Oh, do you want to know the main thing? He has done, he's worthless. What? He's, he, okay, all right, let's start with his fucking birth. Worthless. Uh, he was born <laughs> on December 21st, 1957. He's that Garbage. old? Wow, born idiot. on the solstice. Oh, that's pretty cool, okay, actually. Yeah, stupid foolish, things. Foolish move. Cowardly. If you're a dumb person. Um, actually, that's not where, we're not at the dumb part yet. Um, born in Queens, he's Italian. His mama, Lucy, piano teacher. Whatever. Oh. No. I, I, oh, yeah. Sorry. Never mind. Sorry. Piano's sweet. dumb. It's sweet and endearing. She, but she was actually really bad at it, and sucked. Um, okay. Shots fired. Daddy, Daddy Albert. Uh, he was a real estate agent, also engineer. Don't know how you get in both of those, but whatever. I guess it was like the. It was 1957. You can do whatever you want, and you don't need to be good at it. Um, <laughs> True. His life continued. He has a brother that's a cop. Um, he went to high school with Fran, Fran, uh, Drescher. <gasps> cool. Whoa. Yeah. That, that, and that, that also comes back into play later at okay. the height of his career, which is, I guess, sometime, um, time to Google Fran Drescher. Oh, you'll know Fran Drescher. You know Fran. I know the name, but, but let's see. Yeah. You'll know her voice too. If you were to hear it. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Actually, oh. that's because they went to high school together. They've actually figured out that high school it actually influences how you talk. And they went to that high school, and everyone at that high school has a very unique voice. Makes so much yeah, sense. Yeah, man, I now. totally thought um, Fran was a total babe when I was a kid. She was she a is. babe. Total, yeah, absolutely. Is a babe. Eh. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm perving out on her Google page right now. Yeah, um, she, uh, he was going to be an accountant. Um, instead, he took this fabulous career as a uh, comedian, I guess. Um, Everybody loves him. It was a good call. Oy, oy, oy. Um, so his career, his comedy career, he got married before he started getting into comedy because all of his, he's just, his whole shtick is he's like, I'm the everyman. I'm so boring. And it works because he's so boring. Um, You're so his, his career started... I, you, you, How can you, you do this to me, to Cody? Ray Romano. <laughs> Ray Romano. <laughs> Sorry, Ray. Ray the Butcher Romano. Um, How can you say started in? <laughs> You're butchering it. You're butchering it. Um, started in the Johnny Walker comedy search in 1989. He it was like a small like competition thing that he didn't win. Um, then he went on to Star Search, and he didn't win. Um, then he got a role, a reoccurring role, in Doctor Cat's Professional Therapist. That was like his first like big thing, mm-hmm. big thing, I guess. Okay. Um, and he did did like local stand up, and then he went on the Late Show with David Letterman and had a five minute segment, and that is what got him. Everybody loves Raymond. Wow. He, wow. he had wow. almost nothing really? under his belt, and they just randomly just were like, hmm, you know what? You should get a fucking show. Um, Good for him. 
I it's fucking lucky as hell wow. because I'm feeling petty yeah. about that. Yeah, I am too. I, I I read this and I was like, this guy sucks. I don't know. Like I've just heard that like Ray Romano is such like a nice guy in person. I'm happy for him. Just shows I, yourself. I'm if less you, happy. If you pull yourself up by the bootstraps, anything can happen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Firm handshake will get the door open for you. <laughs> yeah. So he hops on Everybody Loves Raymond. Um, and that's, I mean, re- literally, that's the bulk of his career. He has done very little else. Um, he was the highest paid act TV actor in 2004. Um, his brother didn't like the brother in Everybody Loves Raymond. Oh, no. He just didn't like him. He's like, but I'm your brother, and I'm not like him, and was upset. <laughs> um, everybody in the family sucks. Um, he had a cross. There were a few crossovers with King of Queens. Uh, he's good friends with oh, cool. uh, everybody's favorite mall cop. Nice. Um, also, yeah. crossover with the nanny. So Fran Drescher, his uh, his high school friend but i don't even think they were friends they just went to high school together but like kind of did like a little thing there um it they've recorded they filmed it actually on film which is interesting Hmm. um hopefully it doesn't explode and burst into flames (laughs) um nice the producer actually worked on a russian adaptation and did a documentary on the process of it which Mm. is absolutely wild and um it kind it was it's regard really highly regarded and i thought it was just one of those things that was on you know uh but um it had a lot of awards i ray's fucking wikipedia page has 77 nominations for awards he won well first of off first off 59 of those were for everybody loves raymond Mm. jeez and 18 of them are for something else um, he won 13 of them for the Everybody Loves Raymond ones, and he won other one, which I can't even fucking oh. remember what it was for. I bet it's the big sick, maybe. I was hoping it was the Russian Ice one. Age? I think it, it wasn't Ice Age. Eh, it doesn't fucking matter. Was it sucks. called Everyone Loves um, Nico, My Cousin? Yes, that's actually <laughs> it. Um, so... I, I thought there was going to be, like, some weird stuff that I found from that. Um, but really, he has not done anything else. He just exists from that and doesn't do anything else, which I guess more power to you. But, like, he sucks as a human uh, because he went on every... Oh, Sloan is not having it. Okay. He donated to Dare. He donated... Yeah, oh, Dare's he, he went on yeah, Who Wants sucks. to Be a Millionaire and won... Um, like $150,000 and donated it to the NYPD's Dare Division. Fuck well, that was just for his brother. I don't love that. But the da- he didn't have to do the Dare unit. Like, that's even worse. Go to cops and be like, no drugs. I'm a Republican. <laughs> like, boo. Yeah. Uh, he was on The Price is Right in 2003 to, like, push Bob Barker down or something. Donated the money for that to... Warheads or something? <laughs> um, actually, just he he donated it to kill children. Sick. Skip yeah. the middle man. Yeah. Um, and then he was in a comedy series called Get Shorty for a bit, and he was in The Irishman. Um, that's like his career. That's like it. He was in The Office for like an episode. What? Um, oh, that's about. 
And when he, he was, was the dad on a show that me and Sloan watched, and it was actually pretty good. He was the dad, and he was. Yeah, he does doll. great. It's made for um, love. Made it's for love a, actually was really good. That was good. He was great in the Big Sick. I don't know, and I like the Ice Age movies. So whatever. Oh, Sloan, and you shouldn't have said that part. I've, I've been waiting for him to keel tanked. over just so I can be his Ice Age character. <laughs> <laughs> voice it. There yeah. you go. <laughs> we don't made for love is very good i don't know I just hear that he's like a really nice guy and he doesn't treat people bad and uh he's just he's just a fella and that's it yeah but dare i think yeah dare dare sucks yeah. dare sucks also, i just don't think he deserves that much money it just yeah what's it yeah what's his net worth yeah like. yeah he just fell into it and there's people that work way harder than him and it just was kind of like upset like i thought he was like a well-established actor comedian did lots of things but like he only has eighteen film credits, and almost everybody on uh, Everybody Loves Raymond has like way more than that. Like the brother is in like twenty video games, in like probably like fifty film credits. Um, and same with the old the old parents; they're both like in a bunch of like films, and they're pretty established. He's only been in like eighteen films, and then just like one-off roles in a lot of tv shows or a few reoccurring characters here and there and he only he only wrote um or was credited credited as writing on part of 15 of the 210 everybody loves raymond episodes so he wasn't even really a part of the writing process just like lead actor stuff which was a little bit like kind of i thought it was based on his life and he was like Uh kind of like the head creative guy but he wasn't really even a part of it Life was, just happens to this I do guy. think, yeah. though, like, the way that he got the show, that is just, like, an example of how things did work differently back in, like, the 80s and 90s. Like, getting a five minutes on late night was a bigger deal to a comedian back then, and, like, those big breaks could happen. Yeah, so but he didn't even deserve worked. that. He yeah. didn't have Dude. anything. Well, did you then. watch his late night set? Uh, I found one, and it was bad. Oh, okay. <laughs> I haven't was like, watched his stand uh, my, my wife, um... <laughs> My wife, um, she, she she's always snoring. <laughs> you know how that? Oh, bam! Well, man, this guy's yeah, actually just really kinda... rich. I just looked it up. He's got a lot of money. Yeah. He has a net worth of two hundred yeah. million. Wow! Holy shit! I don't, I don't know. I'm just like good for the him. Hell, I, I think I'm on team fuck Raymond. Yeah, fuck Raymond Albert Romano. I um, still love him. Other other uh, important things about him is he gambles a lot. <gasps> no. Yeah, he loves gambling, and he loves golfing. Terrible person. So well, yeah. he's really exciting uh, <laughs> to be around, and he's probably he probably he just, seems like a hoot. I think most people say that he's a good person to be around because uh, listening to him be so absolutely boring, <laughs> they just fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but where do you go from gambling? You go straight to war crimes. That's like the next step. Well, I mean, dare. Dare's close to a war crime. <laughs> exactly. I don't love that part. I don't. He needs to die so Rob yeah, can take come his on. roles. Hey, it's Ray Romano. Go watch my show. That's all I'll ever say every fucking time. <laughs> <laughs> Give this guy the $200 yeah. million. Yeah. And that's, Donate it to... Do you have any more on him? Drug uh, use. Stepmo? No, that's it. I kind of I I started just getting 
a little. I was salty. I just saw, I read one <laughs> crazy thing, but apparently uh, starting in season five of Everybody Loves Raymond, he was making 800000 per episode. Oh my God. That's insane. I don't know. I That's ins- it's ridiculous. Also, not to be weird, he's not no. hot. No. <laughs> That would be like a freebie if that helped, yeah. you know. Like you can't you know, be a hot he's... everyman. You have to. Just yeah, be... no, you have to be very normal looking. Yeah, you have to like. It has to look like it yeah. could be your husband. But the thing that Give got him a me, normal person's salary. The thing that got me is, I guess, like it's it's still highly regarded as like a really funny sitcom, and I remember it just kind of like being okay when I was a kid, and I'm wondering if. I think it's just it appeals to the everyman, so that's uh, maybe that's that's what it is like to the average family. And but also knowing that he makes eight hundred thousand dollars an episode is kind of like okay, everyman. How you really must know what it's like to raise like kids oh, and have yeah. like oh you have to go to work. Wow, yeah. you probably know what that's like. I don't Classic know, everyman. So, do we have what it takes to do a Romano tracks where we watch <laughs> all every single episode of Ray Romano oh, stuff? Oh God! Yeah. I mean, just two hundred and ten episodes of Everybody Loves Raymond and that all the be... Ice Ages. You gotta re- eat a to, re- you the, 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 the palate cleanser. Pizza. Yeah, <laughs> extra large. Everyone has to have their own. I just had my first real life New York slice. Um, it held really up, good. man. It was from the place that they uh, filmed the pizza part in Spider-Man. Oh, no way. Oh my That's God. Great. Yeah. That's awesome. It was, yeah, Tobey Maguire on the wall and all that. Um, it was pretty cool. Nice. Very greasy. And I had to shit aggressively 10 minutes afterwards. Oh. In nice. the big city. Spoiler alert. Huh? <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> Tobey Maguire probably it was had worth it, though. He's hanging upside down. It's just can, pouring yeah, down. It's his very back. likely he was clamping in that Spider-Man suit. <laughs> it's gotta be tough to get out of that spider suit, man. It leaks he from just the feet. He has to go in it. Yeah, they only have a certain amount of daylight. He just needs shit in the suit, Toby. Yep. Sorry, bud. We got another one. All right. You guys want to see what bullshit I googled? Yeah. Sure. Yes. So I've been developing this thing where I just kind of fucking fall down a hole of, of Google. So we're going to do it again, see if any of it's interesting. I hope some of it is. Um, so I'm going to hit it from the soundtrack, uh, like Rob talked about at the, at the top here. Um, we have a pretty important person involved there. I'm not going to talk about him just yet, though. All right. All right. So first off, if any uh, of our listeners are vinyl nerds, there's probably a good overlap. Uh, there's uh, first a lot of these old horror movies are being put on vinyl for the first time, like in the in the past few years. Hmm. Uh, this one was in 2017. They oh, made yeah. it on vinyl. Nice. You can get it. One of the variants is black blob vinyl, cool. which I don't know how that's not just black. <laughs> but anyway, kind of cool. So there are two people in charge of the music on this one. And I'm going to start with Les Reed. <sighs> he was fucking fine. Uh, he co-wrote 60-ish charting songs. He, he has a lot of credits to his name. Uh, the one that we know... It's not unusual to be loved. I didn't realize that. You know that song? Hell yeah. Huh. So like on his Wikipedia, all the credits are like, yep, it's not unusual in this movie. It's not unusual Mm. in this movie. It's not unusual. Yeah. So a lot of that, um, the guy was fucking boring to read about, so probably boring to hear about. So the only other thing I've got on him is he was granted the freedom of the city of London in 1994. 
And essentially what that means, it, it uh, came from a, a medieval practice that uh, granted citizens uh, freedom from serfdom. Huh. But it's it's come a long way since then, and it's a thing that we do all around the world. It's essentially the key to the city, oh. that kind of phrase. Yeah. yeah. Um, the city of London, people, uh, J.K. Rowling has one, Ian McKellen, Morgan Freeman. Um, but the fun thing with that is it comes with some archaic privileges. Ooh. Um, so, including the right to herd your sheep across the London nice. Bridge, cool. uh, which which some people still do as part of like to bring awareness to a cause or whatever. Like, I'm gonna bring a sheep across the London Bridge huh. to for autism oh, or you know something awesome. like that. The other perks aren't really used as much anymore, more symbolic. But if you're ever hung, hanged, uh, execution style, you get a silken rope, which is pretty nice. nice. Kind of a good thing there. <laughs> rich, rich. You can carry, yeah. Yeah, it leaves an impression on people, I would think. Oh, yeah. Um, you can carry a naked sword in public. So I guess you can raw dog your sword Whoa, in public without beautiful. it sheathed. Pretty important. And uh, and the lastly, cops send you home instead of the drunk tank if you get arrested for being drunk. Whoa, that's, that's actually that's a taxi. big one. Yeah, that's, that's cool. That one would come in handy, I would think. Drunk in public uh, all the me time. Me too, every day. Yeah. just hammered. With your sword and your freedom sheep. of the city. Uh, here's my sword. Yeah. Where's my sheep? And, and you got your sheep behind yep, walking you. Walking across the, the bridge. Uh-huh. No one can say boo. This, this fucking asshole. He has the freedom of the city, though, so. <laughs> here's your Uber. Yeah, so that was that guy. And I think I get the feeling that he wrote the music that wasn't really synthy, the more like classic strings. The booby touching music, background movie. Mm-hmm. yeah, the stuff that like we don't care about, but the stuff that really caught Rob's attention and uh, I think our attention when we watched it was from the Prague keyboardist Rick Wakeman. Um, that is from the band Yes, and give us a rundown of Yes. Like, dude, I <laughs> was not about to learn about Yes in two hours on Google. So here's what we got. So this guy's got so much shit going on. It's one of those Wikipedia pages that just goes for miles. And I uh, it would have taken a long time to do a thorough job the way that I did for uh, Alice Cooper in mm-hmm. Friday the 13th Part 6. I didn't do that. So um, his early gigs, he was on uh, Dave Bowie, David Bowie's Space Oddity and uh, some Elton John stuff. Uh, cool. But he has a very, very extensive solo career. Over 90 fucking solo albums. Boom. Uh, and he was in Yes five times. In <laughs> um, 71, 76, 90, 95, and 2002, he had a few year stints in Yes. So he sounds pretty interesting. I've got kind of a, an aversion to this kind of stuff because of a former employer that really liked this kind of boomer jams. But... His highest selling solo albums are his first three, and each one is a, a fun concept. The first one is called The Six Wives of Henry the Eighth, which is each song is based on the characteristics of each wife. That's uh, awesome. Oh, that's bonkers. Kind of cool. I, I listened to two of the songs, and it's cool. It's just crazy synth madness. Uh, Journey to the Center of the Earth about the Jules Verne book, uh, The Myths and Legends of King Arthur and the Knights of the Round Table. Those are his first three. Uh, I guess he's got a lot of concept stuff. 1984 was a big one. Uh, his newest album is The Red Planet in 2020 mm. about Mars. Cool. Uh, and like each song is about like a land feature on Mars. One of them was like the mm-hmm. North Pole. 
I have two other things I want to talk about with him. Uh, he did the soundtrack for a movie called Listomania, L-I-S-Z-T, like uh, oh, yeah. Franz List. Do you guys know anything yeah, about composer, Franz List? Yeah, yeah that guy um, was a goddamn shredder, and Listomania <laughs> is a real phrase. Oh, like, really? It's a real documented no thing. No way. Yeah, huh. so, so this guy was uh, determined to be the Paganini of the piano. So Paganini was a shredder violin guy that people thought literally sold his soul to the devil to get good. Oh, okay. Um, 12 notes per second good. He was called the devil's violinist. So he achieved it. Um, there was a quote that I read that said, like, he was playing this crazy piece with subtlety and delicacy and no sign of fatigue, and some other guy tried to play it and looked like he stepped out of a shower. <laughs> so this guy could just effortlessly hmm. shred. Uh, so listomania is Bieber fever. Um, it's a hysterical reaction of m- mystical ecstasy. Uh, oh. They had portraits of him on bro- on brooches. Uh, women tried to get locks of his hair. Uh, <laughs> when his piano strings broke, they would grab it and make necklaces out of it. Oh Holy my shit. gosh! These goddamn degenerates would would fish out his coffee grounds and his cigar butts. Some some woman put one of his cigar butts from like a soggy trash can, put it in a locket, <laughs> and it just stunk. Listomania, man. Yeah. And so this is a movie about him. Uh, and so our boy uh, Rick uh, kind of redid some of the old list com- compositions in, you know, 70s Prague uh, stuff. So that seems pretty cool. It might be a yeah. cool movie. And I want to show you guys a picture yes. of him and just show yeah. it. Let me know if anything stands oh, out. This guy's oh, okay. awesome. It's going to blow your mind. I'm so excited. So, uh, <gasps> wow. Let's just let's just skip to Rick Wakeman capes. <laughs> this guy's fucking thing is capes. Oh my god, he, he looks so good. Is a wizard. Oh wow. He looks incredible, and I actually read up about what the capes are about, and it was <gasps> actually kind of surprising and funny. Um, let me close this out. I love this, this one in the so chair. We got to save that one so I can post it, Aaron. <laughs> yeah. He's so good. Man, yeah. yes, guy in is, general is oh, so absolutely. good. Absolutely. Yeah, it's it seems like something I want to dig into. Um start with fragile. Especially if it's Yeah. Fragile's uh, a go-to. I, it's it's uh, one of my favorite albums of all time. It's so close to like a perfect album. Sweet. I all the stuff that I listened to today was instrumental, so I hope vocals don't fuck no. it up for no, me. No, the vocals but, are actually yeah, really good. Easy to digest. Nice. Mm-hmm. Cool. So about the capes, guys. This is my last thing. Uh, okay. So there was a review of a Yes tour that said super good things, and he was really pumped about it. But they said that he looked like a demented spider with arms and legs going everywhere, trying to reach the pedals and keyboards, and he got really self conscious about it. He was like playing shows, and he's like. He's got his arms there, and he's like, fuck, they're right. I just look like a goddamn crazy <laughs> spider person. <laughs> and he got, like, he did not like that image. And so at one show, he was introduced by, it said a local DJ, sounds like an MC kind of thing, who was, his words, not mine, portly, <laughs> um, but he had a cape. And Rick thought that it hid, the cape hides a multitude of sins. <laughs> so basically, this big fucking dude, he's like, oh, you know what? He actually looks pretty good because of that cape. And so, 
he goes up to the guy and is like, I, I want to buy that cape off of you. And the guy says, it's not for sale. And he says, here's $200. This is my paycheck. I will not be able to eat, but I need to get that cape. <laughs> he looks at it and he's like, yeah, okay, fine. And he sells him, he sells him his cape. Uh, and then his manager or whatever is like, yeah, dude, I get it. This is your look. And awesome. eventually they got some guy to make capes for him to hide all the ungainly movements that he has to make playing all these synthesizers oh. with his spider limbs. So it, it's like a comfort thing. Like he, he hides in his cape and so he looks nice and shiny instead of like some monster spider purse. I would have never thought that. That's so I, I, I just thought I just thought it was part of like looking like a space wizard, you know, to like yeah. go with the prog stuff. Yeah, because they no. all they all kind of do like bizarre things with their wardrobe like chris squire the bassist is like i think he also might might have no not capes but he did something weird he wore he was like glammed out a little yeah, bit i think so absolutely if i remember right i could be Man, wrong i never knew that That's he's also so dead cool. i thought he just liked capes that's really rad <laughs> <laughs> he was just self-conscious uh, yeah. Uh. yeah that was awesome to see uh, so that's that's what I got. I think I actually want to listen to his music now and maybe check out oh, Yes as absolutely. well. Absolutely, I really love his solo stuff, man. It's awesome. Like all, at least his concept albums. I haven't listened to all ninety of them. Not even close. I've listened <laughs> to like crazy. eight. More yeah, of a casual exactly. fan than Rob. Damn. Yeah, I've, I think I've heard a few, but Rob, do you have any recommendations? I mean, I would le- legitimately, I, like, one of my favorite is the, uh, I like King Arthur is really cool, um, and then the, yeah, the, the the Wives of Henry VIII, but I like those ones a lot, uh, but I don't know how nice. there's been 90, I do think I've listened to the Mars one, because that one just came out a couple of years ago, that was pretty cool, mm-hmm. um, but yeah. It's cool okay. watching him perform live, though, it's super rad, because of the cape. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. None of these weird spider freaks. I'm glad that the albums that the internet told me were good are actually oh, good. Absolutely. Um, that was nice confirmation. I did not have enough time to become a full yes head uh, by this recording. I've heard he actually worked with Ozzy too, but I didn't find out what song he played with Ozzy. That's pretty interesting. Mm. I guess he just works with British. He actually people. sang on. Uh... Mom, I'm coming home. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's probably got an atrocious singing voice, man. <laughs> <laughs> Hardcore Cockney accent or whatever. Oi! <laughs> okay, well, that's all, uh, that's, that's all I got, too. Uh, this is a super fun one. Ooh, yeah, this was uh, a I good got, one, I too. I one other little factoid. That's it. Oh, yeah. Uh, this is like, yeah. uh, this happened, I think this is a, not the because I watched this movie this morning, but the last time I was watching it, which was about two years ago uh, with my girlfriend, and she was asleep already, and the movie had just started. And I heard that, like, that motif that always plays throughout the movie. It's like... And I was like, man, that sounds really familiar. What is that from? And I just, like... I kept watching the movie, and then, like, partway through, I was like, man... That is legitimately in a Nile song. So I started oh, like really? going through, yeah, Nile, this progressive technical like Egyptian band from South Carolina. Um, I started going through all their songs and it was like, uh, I found it's from Lash to the Slave Stick, like spot on is the same thing. So I looked it up 
And I found like a post that someone else, you know, found the same. Like it's exactly the same. Like the riff. Huh. So someone yeah. else had found exactly. that connection and too. Apparently, Carl <laughs> Sanders, the guitarist, he just like will like take things from different <laughs> movies and stuff and just like make a riff out of it and play that. So yeah. If you listen to Lash to the Slave Stick, there's even a YouTube video that shows the side by side. Like they'll play the part from the movie and then they'll play the part from the song. That's pretty rad. But yeah, that was that's that was awesome. about all I had. Lashed yeah. to the slave stick. So then it's just that's like, and then you also that's just weird. And like stick. you know for sure this person has seen Creep Show too and has seen that same weird yeah. movie scene. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm gonna check that Very out cool. as we're done here. That sounds awesome. Rob, you were a great guest. Thank you. Yeah, it was a good time. Thank you for being our thanks guest. Thanks for Rob. having me. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, thanks. You're officially one of the stepchildren. Yeah, you, you, yes. one of the stepchildren. Uh, every time we do an anthology, uh, we'll we'll get our anthology expert. Call me up. I'll watch it eight times. And your devastating memory loss. <laughs> exactly. That's really why I have to watch it eight times. It gets me like ten minutes worth of material. Nice. Uh, so if you're still here, thanks a ton for listening to us. Uh, we've got a couple other fun ones in the pipeline for you. Creepshow 2, we're going to give a thumbs up, I think, right? I mean, technically bad, maybe, but pretty fucking fun yeah, movie. Yeah, I think it's I think it's silly to get hung up on technical. Like, if you enjoy it, you enjoy it, and that makes it good, you know? R- regardless mm-hmm. of intentions, regardless of a lot of things, I think if, some, if you enjoy something, then it's good. And uh, it gets... There's no use in muddying the water with... Uh, Technically, it's bad. Sure. Because mm-hmm. I think, you know. Well, technically, you're not allowed to enjoy it. Yeah. yeah. No, technically. Didn't get enough stars. It's a guilty pleasure. No, it's just it's just something you enjoy. So, don't criticize people. And don't talk bad about wow. people. And don't say anything racist. And wash your hands and your feet, especially your feet. <laughs> and... Don't pick at your chin too much. You'll get scars. Well said. And wow. use dude wipes. Words to, words if you're a dude. By. You can only use dude wipes. <laughs> Thank you for the sponsor. Yes. You can actually get 35% off of your next dude wipe purchase of $20 or more using uh, our promo code uh, slasher15. <laughs> Wait, Gets what? you 35% <laughs> off. <laughs> doesn't quite match up. <laughs> Thanks again, everybody. We'll be back shortly. Um, this has been another Slasher Tracks. I'm Aaron. I'm Sloan. And I'm Rob the Butcher. <laughs> See you, nerds, next time. Goodbye. And there's a specialty captain that changes like the chemistry of their saliva. So. Oh, nice. Like, it's a slow poisoning. Like, a tiny little foreskin. <laughs> Whoa. It's small, but Just like, tears. loose. It's like a little coin purse. Yeah, it's full of, <laughs> it's full of cheese. <laughs>
Whoa. I liked that part. <laughs>